Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Mike. And I'm Christina. Hi, Christina. Hey, what up? Not much. I'm glad you could join me today because today's topic is something that definitely intersects between both things that we do for Wildling Press. Yeah, we've worked together on this subject a lot. A lot. And today's subject is about building an author brand. So this is something you could be doing throughout your entire writing career. But a lot of times, especially for new authors, it's not something they think about doing until they're waiting for their book to be completed. They're waiting for production to finish and they're not sure what they should do. There's plenty of things to be doing in that meantime to include marketing yourself. And that's what your author brand is. Your brand is how you represent yourself and how readers and industry professionals perceive you. It's a mix of your personal and professional values, your interests and skills. And ultimately, your brand is what people think of when they hear your name or see your book out in the wild. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like aspirational or out of reach. It's not like a fake thing. It's not like setting a goal and hoping that you get there. It's just like being mindful of what content you're presenting, why you're presenting it, and like how those things connect to who you are as a person. Exactly. And it's not difficult because you at this point know who you are. I mean, as much as you're ever going to. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, we're always growing and changing, but you know who you are at this stage as an author and as a Mm -hmm. writer. So how do you define your brand? The first thing you want to do is you want to define your target audience. What if my book is for everybody? (laughs) Oh, then you're not going to reach everybody. (laughs) One of the biggest problems you can do with defining your author brand is trying to please everyone. The whole point of your author brand is, uh, and especially with your target audience, is to find your core readership. Mm If you target too broad of an audience, your branding and your marketing and your writing can suffer from lack of focus. Absolutely. Marketing professionals recommend when you're trying to hone in on exactly who your audience is, like thinking of a person, just going so detailed that you're thinking of like a literal person who may, someone you may or may not know in real life, you know, like Mm -hmm. who is that person? How old are they? What's their gender expression? Like, what's their career? What are they trying to do? What? Why are they looking for this book? It makes it easier when you know who your ideal reader is. It makes it easier to design your websites. It makes it easier to talk to them. And it makes you more relatable in a way that they want to follow you throughout your writing career. Yeah, absolutely. Once you have an idea of who your target audience is, you want to do your research so you can understand the market and your competition. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult to make informed decisions about what your brand is and your author business without first taking the time to understand the dynamics of the industry and how it would benefit you. For instance, you want to look at influencers for your genre. You want to look at trends, events, and anything along those parts that you can analyze about your competitors. Mm-hmm. You can look at who the best-selling authors are, you know, for your for your genre or your niche. Uh, you can look at pricing models, you can look at the strengths and weaknesses that have already been done by other people in your genre. Yeah, 
when it comes to their audience engagement. I feel like that's an important detail is like look at your competition both see what they're doing so you can stay like abreast and like stay competitive in your marketplace but also so that you can be inspired by them and like what's working for them could i try something similar exactly and it's one of those things too where when you find things that you like that they do just remember to make yourself distinctive and just be genuine because you want to capitalize on your own unique strengths Mm -hmm. everybody today we're very critical as a society, especially with the world at our fingertips. So we're very quick to see what is ingenuine, you know, and we're, we're quick to see things that look cliche or something like that. So you want to make sure that your author brand has a strong core identity of your purpose, your vision, your mission and values. Mm-hmm. And one of those things too, is once you have that target audience figured out, you will want to define your style guide. Style guides can be a lot of fun to work with. It can be one sheet for a list, but you want to have a few key elements that you want to convey what your style Wait, is. This I have is a quick like, question. Is this the same thing as a branding guide that you've created before? Yes. Okay, because style guide to me is like the Chicago manual of style. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, it's a style guide and a branding guide. Those words are used interchangeable. Okay. For okay, sure. I got you. So for the sake of us not getting confused with our writing style guide, I'll call it a branding guide okay, for the rest of this so podcast. <laughs> your branding guide is going to be your color choices, the fonts that you want used on your website or uh, in text in your blogs, on your social media, things like that. And if you have one, your logo and how it can be used in different settings. Uh, and it's just one of those things too that as you're marketing yourself, share this branding guide with the marketer. Share this with anybody that's going to be helping you market you and your yeah. books. Like if you do an event at a local bookstore, maybe it could help them. Or if you work with a professional publicist or something. I have a quick question. You said on your branding guide, you should include like your logo and how it should be used. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. It's one of those things where uh, if you ever see other companies, you see people who have a logo designed for them, it could have to do with how big the logo can be, how small it can be, um, what colors can be used for it. Uh, You may have a logo that is just your image without your company or personal name, author name. Oh, like we put on the spines of our books. Exactly. The spines of our books is just the Wildling Press logo, but our actual... Right. Our logo on the back is our imprint logo and that has Wilding Press written on it. So it's just letting people know when they can use the logo and how they can use it. Okay, cool. I gotcha. Or like maybe you have like an all black version to use like in documents or something. Exactly. Another thing too, while you're figuring out your style guide, some things you uh, want to avoid is anything that may be outdated or amateur. Mm -hmm. So I definitely do recommend asking someone who is in the professional field to help you with your logo design. Yes, get a professional, especially since like your logo is like the face of your brand. It's like not all authors have an author logo, but it's a a good idea. And like all of your other branding choices will like stem from your logo. Right, exactly. And so once you have the style guide down, uh, excuse me, your branding guide down. So (laughs) confused. Right. (laughs) Oh, goodness. And then you really want to define your content. And this can be a content guide as well. And along the lines with your content, consistency is key. Again, this goes back to 
you want to be relatable, you want them to follow you throughout your writing career. So your content should be consistent with your brand. Mm -hmm. For instance, when a reader visits your website, your blog, or social media, you want them to know what to expect. People find comfort in the expected. Yeah. Yeah, if your posts are over the place, your following will not stay for very long. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, they follow you for a reason. So if you're doing, like, everything, then it's not fulfilling their wants. Exactly. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, how many times have either one of us followed a content creator for a specific reason? And then once they de- derail from mm. our expectations mm. of them, we unfollow yeah, them. Absolutely. Like you pick somebody who makes who cooks and they have like cooking videos and things along those lines. And then all of a sudden, they're just showing a bunch of videos of their dog, which we love, <laughs> but I'm following you for recipes. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think another example of like trying to stay within your author brand that is like outside of the world of like social media and like following people. Um, we are working on a book that's coming out later this year, Lavender Speculation by uh, Jamie Zakaria. It's a really awesome book that we're all really excited about. And it's horror short stories. And so we asked Jamie for an author photo and she was kind enough to send us like six options. And one of them was like a really, really cute picture of her dressed up as a fairy. And I was like, I'm obsessed with this picture. This is way too cute for the book that we're doing right now. Exactly. I do remember looking at those pictures and I thought there were some really awesome options. But not all of them fit what her brand is for her. Right. So the the one we ended up picking is like, uh, she must have been like in a club or something. It was dark. And she's like looking to the side. And it's not, it's not like a glamour shot, but she looks great. And the tone is dark. And also when it comes to your content, you do want to decide on what your voice is and stick to it. And there is one definite thing. Your voice is going to change as you grow as an author. Mm-hmm. So you can evolve what your content is and what your brand is you just want to do it in a way that makes sense yeah a way that's authentic to you and as far as posting you can post a picture of your pet you know every once in a while go for it but make sure that the content you're posting it with aligns with your brand right i think maybe like the pet pictures are not my favorite example because i'm like everybody loves pet pictures (laughs) i know i know for sure post what you're passionate about yeah you know people can see right through you when you're just posting something simply because it's trendy yeah okay so i've had this experience before where i follow someone because they're a, a famous author or they're popular in the writing space and then they're slowly over a year or two their whole accounts like becomes political stuff they're like i have a platform now and now i'm gonna like use it to make my like political opinions known there's an extremely famous author who did that whose name that we don't mention on this show and it's like wow Mm -hmm. this is not what i came here for (laughs) right it's and it's exactly that and those can have a huge impact and create a bad brand experience yeah absolutely i mean and it for the the author i'm talking about it can ruin your career (laughs) right and it's one of those things it's not only about your books but it has to do with your website experience Mm -hmm. and every other touch point where customers come in contact with you and your brand. So you want to make sure that you avoid some certain pitfalls, like lacking an understanding of your reader's needs and interests. Well, in an easy solution, if you do want to post like a ton of pet pictures, if you want to be talking about what's politically important to you in a way that is like not connected to your writing, have a personal account and a professional account. They don't have to be the same account. If you want to be able to speak freely 
have a personal account that's for that, where the people who care about you as a person can follow you there versus your professional account, which is branded and it's intentional and people who are interested in a very specific aspect of who you are as a person, your writer persona can follow you there. Great advice. Very sound advice to separate the two. We now know what our author brand is. We have our branding guide and we have our content guide. So now what do we do? We put those things into practice. It's time to project your brand across all platforms that you're using. Mm -hmm. This is your social media, your website, your blog posts, emails. You know, if you're doing anything with local or national press, these are the guidelines to follow. Mm -hmm. If you're doing a media tour, remember your brand. Yeah. If you want an example of like cohesion, look up E.S. Christensen, author of the Blameless series. Sorry, we talk about her all the time, but we love her and we love that book. And if you go on her website, it's blue. It's whimsical. It's fantastical. There's like a beautiful landscape in the background. And then if you go to her, any of her social accounts, I'm just randomly going to like her Instagram right now. Almost her whole feed is blue because her first book cover is blue. And so she takes great care to keep these like rich jewel tones in her books. She takes a lot of pictures with blue background. There must be a really good blue wall somewhere near her because I always, I see um, these like really rich, um, vivid colors. So that's, she's a great example of really organic feeling branding. Yeah, for sure. I I mean, when I see anything by E.S. Christensen, I know it's hers before I see the name. Absolutely. You know, that's very smart author branding and I wish her the most success. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she even has this one picture and it's literally just three balls of yarn, but two of them are colors of her covers. And I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> it's genius. It's very, it's very, very smart. The main advice that I can really give you with your author brand is get out there and represent yourself the best way possible and the way you want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. Just be honest, be genuine. You know what you want to accomplish, so you just got to make it happen. And there's just one other thing that I want to share, and it kind of touched on it already, but you're going to evolve as a person, as an author, and as a social media presence. During this time, your author brand is going to evolve too. So don't feel like what you pick now as your style and content is what you have to be for the rest of your writing career. Don't stress while you're figuring out your brand. If you need help developing your author brand, ask for it. Turn to the professionals. Mm -hmm. It's something that does come second nature to us. And, you know, sometimes we take that for granted. Right. And just to drive it home, your friend who picks cute outfits doesn't necessarily understand brand. Your neighbor who worked in marketing once 15 years ago, like those people don't necessarily understand branding. It's a really big scope of of elements. And so like many other things in the book production and marketing process, you could have anyone do it. But if you want it done right, then you should work with a professional. For sure. Especially if you're self-publishing, because, you know, you do feel like you're on your own fighting the good fight a lot. Uh, so it's definitely get, get people on your team that just want nothing but success mm-hmm. for you. And you don't want to find, you know, you can find within your friends an echo chamber. Exactly. And that's not always the best thing because they may not be comfortable telling you that they don't like something and they just want you to do your best. So they're going to say they love it anyway. Yes. So seek out a professional. At the end of it all, a sound author brand can lead to a successful author. And that's all we want. We want you to be successful. We want people to to read your book and want to read your next book and follow you and support you. We want them to be able to recognize you when they see your work online or in real life. 
I'm sure everyone's heard that phrase before, brand recognition. That's not something you strive for. That's something that happens as a result of, of strong branding. For sure. And that goes from, you know, people with their own a small business that they, you know, run out of their mm -hmm. basement to Coca-Cola being recognized when you see right. the color yep. red. You know, the gambit is huge. Just find your spot, do your research, have fun with it. Remember, it's it's you. You're representing yourself and you're representing your book. And that's how you book. This episode was written and edited by me, Michael Hardison. Our logo was designed by me, Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at wildlingpress.com. <laughs>